Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby and today is Friday, January the 12th. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008 is our new phone number. Again, our new listener line is 317-972-3008. On the show today, as we head into the long MLK holiday weekend, a wonderfully long weekend, um, a lot to share with you. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Hey Tina, good to hear from you. Hey James, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Um, you know, in here I'm inside where it's warm. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. That would be um yeah. you know, warmth is not the problem right now. Right now the no. problem is the, the, the precipitation. Uh, yeah. I, not a problem. I mean, it's just raining a lot. That's all. So, uh, but, yeah, um, and that's as you know, if you've heard, I'm sure it's supposed to turn over to some snow for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe some mixture of snow and rain um, mm-hmm. as we go along today. But the biggest thing, or a couple of the biggest things, will be one: the wind is going to pick up. I even got a text from AES, our electric company, which said. Don't be surprised uh, if there are power outages. So here's what to do if there are, you know, make sure you've got plenty of this, plenty of that, you know, in your home, flashlights, uh, food and everything. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting, you know what, they've been sending those for the past couple of days. Absolutely. And so uh, that's the reason why is this wind event we've got coming. Uh. And then, yeah, and then the temperatures are going to plummet. Tina, plummet. So you know what that means? The elderly, the homeless, and those people who uh, don't use like regular what we what most of us have central heating. And they try to heat their homes with with space heaters or, or something crazy um, that that doesn't quite get the job done. Those are the kind of folks that we need to be looking out for as. The evening progresses because that's when the temperature is going to drop this evening. And mm. we've got to look out for people who are in our most vulnerable categories, homeless, elderly, and people who, you know, uh, yeah. just don't have the resources. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that it's throughout the season. Uh, today is, is one of the first times this year where we have to, you know, be reminded of that reminder, uh, reminded of that yeah. fact. But that's something we should keep top of mind throughout uh, the winter months, uh, especially Absolutely. when... You know, and when weather gets to be extreme, because I, you know, I, Indiana is cold. It's yeah, it gets windy, it gets rainy, but uh, a little bit of extreme. I mean, the temperatures next week.
week, all next week are supposed to be, some of them could be record-setting lows for the time of the year that they are hitting. So, um, you know, yeah, let's, they could be, they could be, I, they could be. Yeah. And I, and I, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a plumber. I'm not a, any official on, on plumbing, but one of the tricks or tools that I use, and it may not work for everyone, but particularly for people my, like me who have my pipes exposed on the in, on the outer walls. Uh, uh-huh. If the pipes come in on the outer walls, yeah, Tina, or through the ground, you know, uh-huh. through, if, you, if you don't uh-huh. have a basement like I don't, and they come through the ground, um, I let my faucets drip, not, you yeah. know, let, let it run steady and, and, yep. and, and, and elevated so that it'll raise it, but just let it drip and it only costs a few cents mm-hmm. at the end of the month, yeah. but it, it will save you a lot of money, yeah. uh, you know, in, instead of having to call that, that plumber out mm-hmm. to fix a frozen pipe where they have to yeah. really, um, you know, let, yeah. You know, so a lot of things to remember. And, you know, we're certainly going to remind everyone a little bit later uh, in the show. But uh, just know, um, you know, weather's coming. It's winter in Indiana and we need to start getting ourselves prepared. Uh, yesterday, they called, you know, some of the uh, forecasters are calling it the calm before the storm because it was just a typical, you know, overcast, gloomy kind mm-hmm. of a, uh, a, a winter day uh, in central Indiana. But today, you know, some of the stuff's starting to come through. Now, some of the other parts uh, just to the west of us, they're getting hammered, and uh, they're blizzard warnings and blizzard-like conditions. That system that's barreling this way is going to weaken a bit, so I don't, I don't think it's expected to hit us quite that bad. But, but as we know, James, those systems can change it, uh, in, in, a, in a New York minute, as they like to say. So. <laughs> even, if, even a few miles would, would mm-hmm. impact us differently. We yeah. get more frozen precipitation mm-hmm. rather than rain if, if it decides mm-hmm. to do what it wants to do. But you're right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, some of the, 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 the Republican uh-huh. Party is focusing on uh, the, the caucus in Iowa on Monday, um, and yeah. they are under blizzard warning. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So that's certainly going to impact a little bit of voter. Yeah. Caucus turnout. Caucus turnout. Yeah. Well, caucusers vote. Um, Dave, about 30 minutes from now, we, get, we have a wonderful panel of guests that are going to be sharing uh, with us, Dr. Tommy Brown um, is bringing mm-hmm. to us the Reverend Dr. Marilyn Gill. She is the associate pastor at St. John's Missionary Baptist Church and the Reverend Dr. Bridget Franklin. Now, um, Dr. Franklin is going to be the uh, the keynote speaker at St. John's uh, MLK Day services on Monday. Uh, she comes from a really impressive uh, family line, if you will. She is the granddaughter of the late uh, Reverend C.L. Franklin and, of course, the niece of the late great um, Aretha Franklin. So um, yeah. all three, uh, Dr. Brown and the other Reverend Doctors, uh, are going to have a message to share in the spirit of Dr. King and the holiday uh, that bears Dr. King's name. So uh, they're going to be sharing with us. We're going to be talking. So I'm looking forward to that panel, um, and that's coming up uh, about 20 minutes from now at the bottom of the hour. Right now, though, James, uh, the lines are open, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. We have a brand-new listener line, 317-972-3008. Yeah, we, we, keep, uh, we keep talking about... Um, uh, you know, hopefully getting that number to, to sink in. And it will, as all numbers do. Uh, but repetition for reinforcement is the name of the game here. So uh, that's that's kind of what we're doing, uh, trying to reinforce the newness of it all and, um, you know, get people comfortable 
that want to call in to uh, to call it. Uh, the you number. Know, Tina, I think I've got it about down. You think I you think got I, it? Yeah, nine seven two three zero zero eight. You know, three one seven is automatic with me, but nine seven two three zero zero eight. Yeah. You know, when we first started, I was like, "Tina, help me, help me." <laughs> I think I got it. You think you got it? Okay. Yeah. Hey, the line the line is open. Uh, it's going to be open for a uh, you know for like I said, maybe the yeah, next twenty thirty minutes or so it's for calling. a little bit, and then we we're going to have our panel come up. Uh, but uh, until then, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Uh, Truth, go ahead. How are you? Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. afternoon. It is a good afternoon, after all. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, so I was wondering, I just wanted your take on, isn't it interesting that that the Iowa caucuses is on Martin Luther King's birthday? Uh, Yeah, that's a... Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, nice. It was was done purposely. But I just want to know what y'all take is, and 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 that's all I want to but I'll thank you very Wait, much. Yeah, well, why, I, why, 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 why do you want to? Yeah, he he jumped off. He jumped off. I, oh. I don't know. Uh, he, I, I, I was it done on purpose? Um, well, that's his real birthday, Martin Luther King. No, 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 no. He said the Iowa caucuses were scheduled right. actually on uh, the the Kings. You know, and I was like, what were they scheduled exactly for that day? <laughs> I, exactly, Tina. No, I, I know it's. That. I know the holiday is on. It falls on his actual birthday, as does the. Uh, yeah. And you can't change his birthday if that's what he was saying. That, but that, but, but the holiday is always, you know, on that Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we get we get the caucuses, the Iowa caucuses, uh, truth, once every four years. So mm-hmm. I don't know how they could have managed that that far out, but. Uh, you know, anything's possible. What, what do you yeah. think? I, I, I didn't really give it much thought, and I, I don't know what I think. <laughs> I, I was trying to get some more information from him as to why yeah. he thought it was so... Uh, Symbolic. You know, yeah, so, you think yeah. there's some, some symbolism there uh, for the why Iowa caucuses to think, be. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see more election days being held on holidays, actually, get more people out as far as I'm concerned, um, yeah. you know, because more people will be home and able to go. Although for the Iowa caucuses, it, uh, you know, and, and, you know, here's the other thing. What happens uh, to those caucus goers if the weather becomes so extreme that there are weather warnings and weather advisories that you stay in? You yeah, know, you know if they, yeah. If yeah. Uh, we'll we'll change the date if it's because they are they are facing a blizzard they are facing yes. below uh, zero wind chill temperatures mm-hmm. um, and, and, but but the truth I, I wonder if he if he's thinking that hey this was done purposely to kind of spite the holiday or you know can to put try to put attention on yeah. the election um, I, I don't know but you're, you're right. Know. I'm 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 looking at maps right now, and it, I mean they're going to have wind chill, um, and, and it has to. Mm. As hardy as they say the Iowans are, hardy mm. you know uh, winterers, if you will, uh, they, they they still uh, this is going to impact turnout. I, I I'm just sure of it. Well, the weather it's in and of itself will impact turnout, but my my question would be, what if meteorologists who are you know first and foremost public safety right public safety yeah. is is their concern and if they say and then you know for whatever reason 
public safety officials say do not go out. It is too dangerous to go out. And yeah, you're right. Are they going to move it to another day due to weather? I mean, I you know, what do they call it? A, a caucus weather delay? Yeah, uh, I mean, bear, that, you know. that would be. I don't know. You know, that would be hard to do because yeah. you'd have to just reschedule everything. I know, and is something you'd have to do with the state lawmakers and the constant. I I don't know how that would work, or what have you. Or do they just let it play out? And those that can get out, get out. Those that can't, don't. But in the event of a weather warning or advisory for people to stay home, uh, that is, that could complicate things, and that will be interesting. So as far as what I think, that's what I'm thinking more than the King holiday coincidence. I mean, coincidence, maybe yeah. coincidence, not. He believes it was done on purpose. Truth does. Yeah, uh, he, it seems like he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I think it's like, what do they call it? Serendipitous. Uh, serendipity. Means, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. means like chance happenstance it just mm-hmm. it just happened if you know that's my opinion truth is that it just was a coincidence that it fell on that same day mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah yeah and and again we'll just have to keep our eyes on how uh how things develop on the weather front uh, out that yeah. way so and uh you know like i said you know like you and i were just saying a few minutes ago uh what happens out there could change and, and things that are being forecast right now for here, that could change. And it could either yeah. change for the better or it could get worse than what they thought. I don't know. We, we just don't right. know. Right now they're, they're forecasting, mm-hmm. as you said uh, correctly, uh, mostly, mostly rain, mostly mm-hmm. liquid mm-hmm. precipitation. Mm-hmm. But if, if uh, you know, if, if the, uh, if, if the system moves, this way, a few miles, or that way, it could change. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, we're still supposed to get snow, but yeah. we're supposed to get mostly rain. So, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, and um, yeah, and you know, for all of the uh, the King holiday observances that we have uh, yeah. coming up, some of them are today. You know, down at the city county building, uh, from uh, from one to two, there was another one from. You know, there there's so many. Uh, from now until Monday, things that are taking place, you know, and, and on Monday, uh, you know, free admission to the Children's Museum on yeah, Monday, yeah, yeah. free admission to all of the attractions at um, at uh, White River State Park on yeah, Monday. Uh, yeah, we are, you know, proud to support the uh, the King Holiday Observance at the Walker uh, with special guest um, Roland Martin. Uh, which is sold out, uh, you know. Tonight, I think we'll be fine tonight with the Champions of Diversity. Yeah, uh, yeah I think you here. will too, Tina. Mm-hmm. That temperature is going to be dropping, but at least it won't be. You're dealing with, you know, Mm-mm. untold uh, uh, conditions out there. No, no, no. It should be fine. Um, yeah. And you know, for a nice event to to give some folks their their due, uh, including our very own Dion Levingston, Amos Brown Community Activist Award, Community Activism Activist. Advocate Award, Advocate Award. Um, yeah. And again, congratulations to Dion, and congratulations to all of the uh, uh, the awardees, all of those who have been recognized for excellence in um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, these are the best of the best. Uh, and uh, the Recorder and the Indiana Minority Business Magazine does a fantastic job uh, of singling out uh, the best of the best. And so uh, good luck to everyone uh, this evening. I'll... Um, I'll be attending. I, you know, the snow, there's no snow and <laughs> no foul. As will several of us from here uh, at the station to uh, to support Dion and again to support um, all the other uh, winners. 
Um, James, uh, listen, you were last here Wednesday. I w- you know what? It's so odd that um, uh, our lives just continue to happen at such a uh, an amazingly quick pace that it seems like it's been it's only been a day, you know, since you yeah. were last here. But it seems like I have to go back and and search my memory banks. So like when James was last here, what? Two, and, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, as always, quite a bit. Um, has been going on, but but mainly uh, fairly quiet. Um, I think uh, we can confirm now that uh, we will have the new uh, interim chief of police coming next week. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, we're going to have a new. We we talked about that Christopher mm-hmm. Bailey, the yeah, former he's, assistant he's, chief, will will mm-hmm. actually he took over the reins at uh, five o'clock on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Yep, 5 o'clock Wednesday. So he's going to come on the show on next Tuesday. And we still uh, would love, and I, I'm sure, we're, I, you, you mark this down too, Chief Taylor's going to come on the show. I'm sure he will. Um, oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Chief, you know, I, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, Chief Taylor has never, ever told us no on this show. And if he wasn't able to come on, it was an awfully good reason. Um, yeah. And so, uh, the la- in fact, the last time he was supposed to be on, I think they were in the middle of this shuffling, uh, if you will. And so, because a day or two after he was supposed to be on the show came the news that he was going to be stepping down. So, I got to believe that some of that was in the works as to why he couldn't, uh, you know, he couldn't come on that uh, that particular day. But he'll be here. He'll be here. And I, I'm looking forward to talking to both him and Chief Bailey, who I, I'm almost positive they have an amazing relationship. Have a very good relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure too. And um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see how this plays out. He is the uh, mm-hmm. acting chief, I think, is his title right, right. now. Acting yeah. chief, yeah. Chris Bailey, um, as uh, uh, supposedly as the mayor searches for a new, right, uh, and different chief because uh, yeah. uh, System Chief Bailey uh, before. Uh, Chief Taylor uh, mm. was removed from his position, uh, 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 indicated that he did not want to be a candidate for that position. So we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. And he said it again in one of his interviews. Uh, and it was, he, he, he made it very plain, very clear I do not want the job. I will, yeah. I will, I will serve as needed. Uh, and serve willingly as long as needed, uh, as long as it's temporary. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, yeah. What, what and, you and, said, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, I did see a little bit of other news. I want to just slide in here real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I meant to send this to you before we came on today, but like you said, you've been super busy, and it's hard to get stuff. But uh, we've had her on the show a few times, Dr. Valerie McRae. Uh, who ran for, um, uh, she ran for U.S. Senate. Well, she ran for president first. President, president, yeah. And then she was looking at running for Senate. Well, she has made that official. She is now running for the U.S. Senate seat that was vacated by um, uh, Senator Braun, Indiana Senator Braun, Mm -hmm. when he uh, decided to run for governor. So that announcement came out just, yesterday i believe i believe uh-huh. and she is now a candidate for the united states senate from indiana dr valley mccray um and she says briefly here i am running for senate because after 25 years 
as a psychologist working with our military, working in prisons, working with our youth that are being traumatized by violence, I came to the hard realization that we cannot fix these problems one mental health crisis at a time. We need a psychologist in Congress Mm -hmm. that understands how U.S. policy profoundly affects the mental well-being of our people. We have to make mental health a priority. That's Valerie McRae, Dr. McRae, who has put her hat in the ring for U.S. Senate. uh, this will be her. Uh, this will be her third attempt at uh, a public office. So, because remember, she ran for Todd Young's position uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, not yeah. too long last cycle, and now she's running for uh, Mike Braun, who is not going to uh, run again. So good for her. Uh, yeah. Good for her. Um, and uh, she's. Uh, I think she might be starting to get the hang of this politics thing. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the hang of it is. If you look at Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. 16th president of the United States, mm-hmm. who, who, who ran, lost, ran, lost, ran, lost, ran, like seven or eight times in the, uh, in the uh, for the House in uh, Illinois, mm-hmm. and then the last time he ran, he became president. The the the, the secret of politics is you keep going <laughs> until you. I know so uh, many people I can point out who uh, they tried, they lost, they tried, and then they 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 won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep going, keep going. So, and that that shows that she has the the heart and the interest, and very good, yeah. very good. Yeah, very, very good. Well, good luck to her. Well, I'm sure we're going to be talking to uh, a number uh, of the candidates. Uh, is it? Can you believe we have a presidential election coming up oh, in 2024? Absolutely. I can't believe with, it. That's right. With all that's going on around it, uh, former President Trump's criminal and civil trials. Uh, and the antics that are associated with how he's been approaching those. And, you know, we he's being challenged by former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chris Christie dropped out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, it's just, you know, and then President Biden. President Biden uh, is is being challenged by uh, some some people who are running as independent uh, is it uh, Kennedy uh, Jr. Uh, he's running as uh, um, an independent. Uh, who's the the, the uh, former Harvard law professor? Oh, Cornell West. Cornell uh, West. Yeah, yeah, he's running. And so, I mean, it, it's just going to be interesting. I don't believe that any of them will get uh, traction, but you never know. You never know what a third party can do, um, you know, in a, in a presidential election. Well, the biggest thing we know that third parties can do is uh, they, they, they pull votes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from, from, from others. From others, uh, you know, one way or another. You, you know, that's, that's pretty much what they do. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that, how that goes. But it's just hard to believe. That um, and, you know, the uh, the president, uh, President Biden, uh, you know, he gave his second campaign speech, I believe the second one. Was it the second one that he gave in Charleston, South Carolina at Mother Emanuel uh, AME Church? Um, I think that was his the, second uh, campaign. The first time he was at that place where they had that alt-right rally. I'm not sure where that is. Uh, it might be. But, yeah, he, he gave this, this the one this year 
just recently at that church in South Carolina mm-hmm. where those nine people yeah, were shot. Yeah, Mother Emanuel. Yeah, and, and yeah. murdered uh, during a Bible study. Yes. So, yes, yes, um, yes. and by the way, we're just talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Tina. Um, uh-huh. it, it, it's, it is prognosticated. I mean, they are saying that he m- might take votes away, interestingly enough, because his mm-hmm. father uh, was, you know, attorney general under John F. Kennedy, his brother, um, and uh, staunch Democrats their whole life. Mm-hmm. It is saying that Robert F. Kennedy may take votes away from Republicans. So we'll have to see how that works. Mm-hmm. Well, the Kennedy name in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's equity. Uh, it's a trusted name. It's a long-held name in, in, in U.S. politics. And so that dynamic is going to be interesting to watch how that plays out uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's he's so, oh, my goodness, he's, he's he, there's something to him. I, I you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just I haven't really studied him, but I you know he's making a lot of this, a uh, lot of his um, campaign platform around what happened during the pandemic, and we shouldn't have we shouldn't have did it the way we did it, and you know. Well, he and he's an anti mad. he's an anti vaxxer uh, and yeah. a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, uh, you know, big time conspiracy theorist around. Uh, yeah, and and I I just I'm just not sure. Uh, he he's he's concerning. He he's worrying. He is. It's ironic that his name is Kennedy and he's mm-hmm. Robert Kennedy's son. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and uh, even more ironic is that he doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of support from the. Uh, I don't think he has any from the Kennedy right. family uh, proper, if you will. Yeah, uh, they look at him like an outcast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not a yeah. single one of them is supporting his uh, his stands. His um, uh, his platform, uh, anything, anything of that nature. So, uh, wow, there's there's that. But uh, so James, yeah, the um, uh, there's there's a lot uh, coming up, um, including um, what I am sure is going to be an amazing panel uh, for the MLK uh, holiday, and it's going to be at you know at the historic St. John Missionary Baptist Church. I say historic yeah. because. Oh, my goodness, the people. Well, I'll let Dr. Brown tell the history of St. John's and the Civil Rights Movement with Dr. King and all the history that's there right there on on the city's uh, near east side is is yeah. is something in and of itself. And the fact that um, there's going to be uh, such a, a meaningful uh, observance uh, on the King holiday this year is is just is just so exciting. So, so very exciting to know. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to give our uh, our guests a chance to get in here, call in and get situated and everything. We're going to take a quick uh, commercial break, and we'll be right back with more right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson, on this Friday, January the 12th. 
a King Holiday weekend. And James, as we were saying at the top of the show, we have a phenomenal panel with us today as we head into this holiday weekend. Uh, So much of the history uh, of the observance of the holiday and of the civil rights movement in general lies right here in the city of Indianapolis, right there at the historic St. John's Missionary Baptist Church, which at the time was under the leadership of the great Dr. Andrew J. Brown. Um, As we all know, Dr. Brown's son, our friend and colleague, Dr. Tommy Brown, has taken the baton and is continuing the race, which continues at St. John's and will be the site of what promises to be an inspirational and memorable observance on the holiday on Monday. Dr. Brown is here with two special guests, including Monday's keynote speaker. Dr. Brown, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. How are you? I'm fairly middling, I'm fairly middling. <laughs> what is, you know what, what is that fairly middling? What does that mean? Now, you you know your grandparents. Yes, all of them said yes, they used to say it all the time. I had to go to, <laughs> and you would ask it, and about an hour and a half ago, I was uh, out at Crown Hill, uh-huh. and some folk would ask me, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm fairly Midland. I'm fairly Midland. Now, fairly Midland means I am thinking, feeling good, but I'm being careful. Okay, okay. But you know what? They used to say fair to Midland. That's what they were. I'm fair to Midland. Yeah, fair to Midland. Fair uh-huh. to be with y'all, but at the same time trying to be safe. There you go. There you go. Well, anyway, uh, see, Dr. Brown, always, you always know. I, 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 I've never asked a question you didn't have the answer to, so I appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, Dr. Brown, you have with you today um, the Reverend Dr. Marilyn Gill. She's the associate pastor at St. John's uh, and CEO of the MLK Day Celebration at St. John's. Uh, Dr. Gill, welcome to Community Connection. Happy to have you with us. No, and thank you very much. I am an associate minister at St. John's. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. And the executive director of the Indiana Christian Leadership Conference. Executive director. Of, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Executive director of the Indiana Christian Leadership Conference. Um, thank you for being with us. And we also have uh, with us uh, the Reverend Dr. Bridget Franklin. Um Pastor, educator, motivational speaker, granddaughter of the late Reverend C.L. Franklin, and niece of the late great Aretha Franklin. Um, Dr. Franklin, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm just fine. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Dr. Brown, you pulled together a, a, a tremendous panel here. Well, well, thank you for saying I pulled it together. <laughs> you Okay. <laughs> You they and Dr. All made Gale. it happen, sis. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, what? Uh, what is there a particular theme? Again, thank you all so much for being here. This is this is so exciting, uh, especially uh, given where we are and and the King holiday coming up. Is there any particular uh, theme or 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 mission this year uh, on the holiday, or are we just going to go with what we know? That's an interesting question, Tina. Uh, This is Dr. Gill. Uh Because the theme for the Indiana Christian Leadership Conference has been from 1968 to approximately 2014, Stop the Killing and Rally for Real Living. Mm -hmm. And then in 2014, we rebranded that to say, in addition to that, love, let our violence end. So... We have 
used that over the years because it's been relevant. I can only say that it's been mm-hmm. relevant. Mm-hmm. Stop the killing, rally for real living, love, let our violence end. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Dr. Franklin, I was talking to you. We talked to Dr. Brown all the time about his lineage, the legacy that he, he comes from. Uh, you yourself uh, come from uh, two great legacies that we all are very, from, very well familiar with. Um, uh, Dr. Franklin and, uh, and, and Aretha uh, both participated uh, quite, quite active in the civil rights movement. Uh, and more. And so how how do you handle that uh, in your everyday living, your everyday life? Well, I try to be an extension and uh, do my legacy proud. Uh, I, I would think of the things that my grandfather would approve of, what he would like me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not raised to be stagnant and be complacent. Uh, we were raised to be leaders. Mm -hmm. And so what I strive to do, I cannot be him. I will never be him, nor will I ever be my aunt. But what I can do is put my contribution in uh, to further our legacy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my grandfather and Dr. King were very close. Uh, I'm not old enough where I knew Mm -hmm. Dr. King, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but uh, some of the things that I saw in my grandfather you know, in, in the way in the way he moved, in the way he organized things, and the way he spoke, and the way he fought for uh, people who were disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, those mm-hmm. are the things that I strive to at least come close to. I won't do it like him, <laughs> but I want to come awfully close to it. Yeah, right. Well, you're you're the keynote speaker, right? You're the guest speaker on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it that you want to make sure that you impart upon everyone who is going to be there listening to you on Monday? I want to impart to everyone to just be encouraged Mm. because some of the things that uh, we are seeing now, it seems as though we are reverting backwards. And sometimes people just want to throw their hands up and just say, oh, just forget it. No, we can't do that. You know, we owe it to the people who have gone before us. Uh, We did not have to be subjected to at least most of the people uh, that will be listening. They were not subjected to uh, fire hoses being turned on them and dogs biting them and them beaten and them thrown in jail. Uh, and, and we owe it. We owe it to the people that went before us to continue on, to continue to fight, to continue to march, to continue to pray. Uh, because the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So that's just like fighting, uh, fussing about someone who's elected to office, but we don't go vote. So those are the things that I want to impart to people, uh, as my grandmother would basically say, to set a fire up under them. But what I'm really just trying to do is just encourage everybody to keep keeping on and let's have a united front. Yeah. Uh, James, I, I know you want to jump in here, so go go right ahead. Yeah, thanks, Tina. Uh, what a group of, of um, iconic um, presenters uh, that we're interviewing here. I, I feel honored. And I, I, I love their, their mission. The original one was Stop the Killing, Rally for Real Living, and then it changed, or what's added, Love, Let Our Violence End. I, I noticed that in watching the news and reading that murders were down this year and last year uh, yeah. in large metropolitan areas uh, mm-hmm. like Chicago, L.A., Baltimore, New York, Houston, Minneapolis. 
I'd like to ask uh, Dr. Bridget Franklin, who is a motivational speaker as, long, uh, as well as an educator and pastor, um, and she speaks all over the place, what do we need to do to keep the trend going? It's not done yet. What do we need to do to keep those, those murders mm-hmm. of one another? A lot of it is black people taking, unfortunately and sadly, the lives of other black people, some of it in the heat of the moment, some of it domestic, you know, some of it this and that drugs. But what do we need to do to keep that trend going, although it's not good enough yet? Well, for one, uh, with the younger generation, they do not really know a lot about uh, what social justice is and where it is in the Bible. They have no clue. And so education is one piece. Uh, And then we're also fighting against how they are trying to take our history out of the schools. And so it's up to us to educate our youth and to teach them and to impart, you know, wisdom into them. You have to pour into them. Uh, We also need uh, to advocate when it comes to our community and when we're still dealing with mental illness, which is somewhat of a a, a taboo subject uh, that the black church doesn't talk about a lot you know we can tell people all the time pray about it but you know uh you can also take your medicine you can also (laughs) go to a therapist Mm -hmm. and and so some of the things that uh we just kind of pushed to the wayside because a long time ago we did not have those type of avenues uh we need to stress that we need to stress a sense of community Mm -hmm. It, it used to be growing up that all of the blacks lived on one side of town Everybody went to the same churches. Everybody went to the same schools. And so now we are all scattered. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we have to uh, definitely uh, get on a united front uh, in the churches. Instead of some of these churches competing with each other, they need to collaborate. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are a lot of things that I am saying that need to be done, because if we don't watch it, it will all dissipate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it'll just be something that we talk about over Thanksgiving. Oh, I remember when. Mm-hmm. And and our kids yeah. would be too busy looking at videos and playing games and sitting on social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, the um the the, the clear the, the legacies of, of that Doctor Brown and uh, Doctor Franklin carry are, are clear. Uh, but uh, but you all are doing you know pretty much this the same thing and the the phrase it's it, it's from an, an old Shakespeare play heavy is the head that that wears the crown yeah. uh, and um, I I want to ask each of you how do you feel do, do you feel as if that phrase applies do you feel as if it's heavy or do you you know how do you feel about uh, the task that you're continuing and I'll start with you uh, Doctor Gill heavy is the head that wears the crown. Well, I believe that is a very true statement. Um, Heavy is the head that wears the crown because there is a lot that must go into the mind, Mm -hmm. the head, to Mm -hmm. make things happen Mm -hmm. or not happen. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just that simple. If you want to wear the crown and everybody likes to sing that song, we shall wear a crown. Mm -hmm. But what have you done? Mm -hmm. Where has your head and things going through your head invoked justice, peace, mm-hmm. love. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, 
Dr. Brown or Dr. Franklin, I mean, there, there, there's a literalness to it in a way with, with your, the legacies that you both have inherited uh, because of your names. Oh, yeah. No, you know, most definitely. Um, you know, um, I'm a preacher. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I go to the word and, and when it says to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, yes. And so uh, coming from the family that I come from, that's a heavy weight because people have certain expectations mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they expect you to move a certain way and and do this and do that. But what people also have to realize is that we are still our own individuals. Mm-hmm. We're still, you know, we have our own individuality. Um, but with that said, also, I also carry the responsibility, and I put this on myself, is that um, how my grandfather said, don't embarrass the family. Mm-hmm. 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 That That's some heavy stuff. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you, you know, don't yeah. embarrass the family. Oh, you know, yes. And, and, yeah, and, and one of the things that he taught us as children is, number one, we don't put anybody on a pedestal. Um, and and so, therefore, when we meet people in the limelight and all this kind of stuff, we just look at them as regular people. We're not mm-hmm. starstruck. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he taught us that because he never wanted us to be so enamored with man that we pushed the Lord to the wayside. Yeah, yeah. And do- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do- Dr. Brown. What, <laughs> Tina? <laughs> what, Tina? <laughs> You you do what you do so effortlessly, uh, and and that's the honest to goodness truth. You do uh, I, your your thoughts, just your thoughts on that. Well, my thoughts, uh, and, and and you and you and James are doing good questions, and our guests are doing well. The the exec director is doing mm-hmm. well. Now I'll put it here, and I know I'm gonna you're gonna come back with it. My whole energy is focused at here in our time in the black experience, the energy of the feminine energy of God must be coming forth. And these sisters are just one of the many that must come forward in regard to this kind of society we're in. Mm -hmm. The most oppressed has been in the Western world has been black women. Mm -hmm. And And there, there, there are literature pieces that I've studied way back. Uh, as, as as they're speaking, when she talks about her grandfather, sound like the same thing my daddy was saying to me. He would say, "You got to keep a good name." Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, yes. I, yes. I, I mm. say yes. No, it's just, it's the name. It's not. And it's not the crown mm. on your head. It's the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Cr- uh, yeah. The, the symbol. You know the symbol symbolism of. Crown meaning the institution of the family, the institution of the institution. Yeah. Uh, all you know, it, it it's all encompassing. Uh, and the, and the phenomenal yeah. part about it was, yes, I was fortunate to be fifteen and fifteen, listening to Dr. King, my dad, Ralph Abernathy, and mm-hmm. a whole of them when they would come to Indianapolis in nineteen fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight. I'm watching them, but remember, King was, I always tell you, he was just 27. My dad was 33. Ralph was 31. Mm. Some mm-hmm. other names I'd call. But these were young men. Babe, yeah, youngsters. Youngsters. Young, and when they were in town, that meant I could get out of the house and get the car. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. And I won't tell you everything else I knew. Well, one day you will. You no, will. No, no, we can't do that. No. Not 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 here, not now, but one day. No, Mary. <laughs> it's not at all. Three, right, yeah. Bridget, we can't because even your even your auntie, the, the sister, I, we knew each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Indianapolis and Detroit had a connection. It was Indianapolis, Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, Missouri. If you ever study that history, that was a connecting operation. We didn't have the competition then. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and my sister here just stated, she said collaborate. And that's a good word, but yeah. we need to cooperate. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You preaching. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He he does. That's what doc. That's what Doctor Brown does. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. That's our listener line. Uh, an amazing panel here: Doctor Bridget Franklin, the Reverend Doctor uh, Marilyn Gill, and uh, Doctor Tommy Brown. All here. We're all talking about um, just a, a phenomenal. Uh, experience that's going to be taking place on the King holiday uh, on Monday at the historic St. John's Missionary Baptist Church. Um, And I, you know, you all are just so, uh, you all have such a wealth of information about so many things. I I guess in in general, and anybody can just jump in and answer this, is there anything that we as a society, we as a people are getting right about the King holiday and carrying it forth? And is there any area where we may be dangerously going off the rails uh, as far as what the King vision was? Um, and, and, you know, so I guess, yeah, how, how are we doing may, might be a better question. I don't know. Hey, Tina. Yes, sir. Let me throw this out to, uh, to my guests and, 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 and to the two sisters. I was just going through some old notes. I had many of us, I said, and I wrote it down. And it was funny. I had to laugh. I said, many of us crucify ourselves between two things, two thieves. Uh, guess what they are? Regret for the past and fear of the future. Oh, my. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And I just throw it out there because, you know, as they call me, Tom Brown is but I also say uh, elders should never agree to the fact that they can't set some new goals. Ah. And I knew as an elder, my goal is to get others to become uh, uh, educators, not of the young, but of the old, to reach back and give the young or the middle-aged, whatever way you want to put it, information that they can use. Huh. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyone else want to weigh in on that? Well, this is, this is Dr. Gill, and uh-huh. I, I want to comment a little bit about what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, or what we might be uh, doing in any direction towards King Day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I was a part of the very first King Day celebration in 1969, January the 15th. 1969. Wow. The very first King Bay celebration in this city that I am aware of. And I know that people, Dr. Andrew Brown would announce as you come, um, turn your headlights on. And 
through the snow, you could see the headlights coming from all four directions mm. to St. John Missionary Baptist Church. We had the legendary Dr. Charles Adams, who mm. recently just passed. Mm-hmm. He was our keynote speaker for almost 15 or 20 years, uh, give or take a few. And we had the heart and the mind of the peace movement, the freedom movement, in our hearts when we attended those services. We had services in the evening, and we had services on Monday. And so what I see now is there are other individuals who are continuing to keep the dream alive by promoting the legacy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of Dr. King, by promoting um, all that he has done. And then there are others who are keeping something alive by having various money-making events. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's right or wrong if it's bringing Dr. King into the picture, but at what price? So overall, I think we are, and when I say we, I think we as a people, as a black people, are keeping the movement alive and the dream alive um, at a at a good pace and at a good rate. Um, Dr. Franklin? Yes. Um, I echo those sentiments. I think that uh, we are keeping the dream alive uh, at a a good rate. Uh, I I do know that there is much more work to be done. uh, And we also have some things um, that we can use that they didn't have back then. We have social media where we can promote and, and get the word out. You know, and so we have to tap into technology and use that to our advantage as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just like in educating uh, and fundraising events. Uh, and don't just march and say something when something really bad happens. We need to keep the movement in the forefront continuously not just when one of our brothers and sisters gets gunned down by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And, and and that throws us into panic mode, into anger mode, and it escalates. But if we continue to educate, if we cooperate and collaborate, I think we got a plan. We got a plan. And as long as we keep doing those things, we'll be all right. How do you think, uh, in your imagination, uh, you know, from then to now, how do you think that that the Reverend C.L. Franklin, uh, Aretha Franklin, who a lot of people may not have been aware, was very uh, supportive and very much involved in the civil rights movement, Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Andrew J. Brown, how do you think that all of those people and more um, would, how do you think they would be responding or reacting uh, to what is taking place and what's going on today with social media and and so many other things uh, as well as, you know, the, the social ills that we desperately need uh, to get back on track and get corrected. How do you think that they would be handling uh, what we are in the midst of today? Well, for one, I would think they would tell us to stop arguing mm-hmm. and debating on social media mm-hmm. and use it to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Social media uh, definitely know, a double-edged sword, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, um, although 
uh, Cat Williams, nice man. Mm-hmm. But here lately, we've been hearing more about <laughs> Cat Williams. Two and a half hour interview. Uh huh. You're gonna you sit there and watch this man for two and a half hours drinking cognac and talking. Yeah. Yeah, drinking cognac and, <laughs> and spilling the tea on everybody. And t- yes, he's dropping it okay. on everybody. Yes. Yeah, but, but but then we can have a a city council meeting. And you won't even show up. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can provide rides to the polls mm-hmm. so you don't have to burn up your gas, but you won't partake in that either. Mm-hmm. So I think our priorities have somewhat shifted mm-hmm. because people are more in an entertainment mindset. that They want the tea. They want the gossip and all mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. we got work to do. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to jump on my soapbox. Um, we have these reality shows where our, uh, our, our people are getting paid to act crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so mm-hmm. then on another tip, we're not being taken seriously because, you know, we have our women and they're smacking gum and cursing each other out and fighting in public and twerking and all that kind of stuff. My mm-hmm. grandfather would be, go, go sit down somewhere with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're pushing us backwards. We're, you're not moving us forward. We're, take, we're taking a step back mm-hmm. for a couple of thousand dollars because it's all about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And bag. so, um, as he would say, have some pride in yourself. Like mm-hmm. Dr. Brown was talking about how his father would say, um, you know, the name, the name. We also heard, you are Franklin. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we don't do that. And so we have to have a sense of pride in who we are mm-hmm. because that affects how we act, mm-hmm. not react, but how we act. Mm-hmm. So I could go on and on and on about that because I can get wound up. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Doctor Brown, how do you think your father? How, how do you think your dad would be today about all this? Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> girl, <laughs> see, she she'll start it, and then you just want me to bring in what they would be doing to our behinds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Only way I what I would say, you know, my dad in, in his way coming out of the military and both of those men, all of them came out of the South. I always said to my dad, you from Duncan, Mississippi, you got to pump sunshine in there to know you there. And, and mm-hmm. dad would look at me and say, boy, shut up, be still. But mm-hmm. but you know what, though, I, I, I really liked what uh, Dr. Franklin said and Dr. Gill as well. And and you and what you just said because you know our you know we 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 don't our, my family does, is not the Browns or the Franklins or anything like that but uh, we it was hammered home that you were expected so don't 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 do that because you you know that's uh uh-uh, that's not what we expect and I think that there's certain there's a certain level of expectations that a lot of s- certain generations aren't getting they they don't know that they're expected to be uh, better than in terms of behavior and things they don't know that they're expected to to exemplify good behavior to exemplify good care they don't know that that's what's expected don't and and my my grandmother used to say something similar to what you were saying dr brown don't let me not have to be able to hold my head up in church she she said that all the time don't let me not be able to hold yeah don't let me not be able to hold my head up in church y'all and and we would just kind of look at her like what are you talking? Well, we knew what she was talking about, but uh, <laughs> you know, from they haven't been raised that way, Tina. Huh? You know, one of the things my parents used to say is, "Don't let your name beat you back home." In other words, I don't yes, want to yes, the headlines of the paper. Yes, yes. 
But yes. I, want, I want to, if I may say that uh, Dr. Franklin has to move on. Yes. And um, so I just want to remind everyone before mm-hmm. she moves on mm-hmm. that the service begins at 11 o'clock. And I want to, I want to give you a little clue. Mm-hmm. You'd be very doing yourself a good favor if you got there um, way before 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying the doors will be open at 930 and the service will begin. I also want to say one more thing about the service. Every year there is a drum major for justice award. This year, Barbara Boyd is receiving the oh. drum for justice award for oh, her wow. work as the first African American journalist in Indiana. Yeah. And so we want to be there to spur her on, to spur Dr. Franklin on. And Dr. Franklin, if you want to have a few words, if you haven't left, go ahead. Dr. Franklin, you still there? Yes, yes, I'm still here. I want to thank you so much for this interview because this is just really getting me wound up. Okay. I mean, this is giving me life. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad. Dr. Franklin, I I have to tell you this. I know we got to go. We got to go real quick. But I was going through some of your social media and I had an LOL moment. Uh, and you, there was a post that you made a little bit ago uh, about uh, your aunt and Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you said, people don't believe how down to earth my aunt really was. She really did shop at Walmart. And you've got a picture of her with, in front of a cart at Walmart. And so that yeah. was <laughs> just, mm-hmm. a, wow. I have more than than one because she went there all the time. Okay, all the time. Okay. That is so good. The queen. Yes. The queen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was just a funny one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you offline what she used to buy, and it used to drive my dad crazy. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But, no, you know what? I am glad that you are energized because, as we all are, and we are very much looking forward to the energy and the love that's going to be there uh, on uh, Monday morning at St. John's Missionary Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And, again, uh, the time and the the address for everybody uh, get there early. The time and the address again before we have to let everyone go. Yes, the time is 11 o'clock a.m., and um, the address is 1651-1651, Dr. Andrew J. Brown Avenue. Parking is in the rear. Enter through door four. And get there early. Get there early. Yeah. Thank you all so, so very much, Dr. Brown, Dr. Gill, Dr. Franklin. Thank you all. And hopefully we'll we'll get a chance to get together and talk soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. You all too. And we'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. Well into our second hour, 317-972-3008, Lines are open. Uh, Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. And James, uh... Uh, yeah. We just uh, we just visited with civil rights uh, royalty, you know, the offspring yeah. civil rights royalty. We did Dr. King, uh, you know, the association with Dr. King, with Dr. Brown, always, although he's always so humble. Uh, uh, Reverend C.L. Franklin's uh, granddaughter, Aretha Franklin's niece, 
Um, and uh, Dr. Gill, who has been, uh, you know, involved in the King holidays since the very first observance in 1969. How fortunate were we to have that last panel? And our listeners, too. Our I mean, listeners, rich history yes. there. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed their answers uh, immensely. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be great. And there's so many, so many. And I, I you know, we, I keep talking about how uh, it feels rewarding to be in a community where uh, it, the, not only is the holiday uh, observed, but appreciated and expanded upon each year. Uh, yeah. You know, both King and uh, Juneteenth. And that means something. And I think it's something we can uh, hopefully point our young people to take pride in because, you know, sometimes we're we're lacking in that. And sometimes maybe they're lacking in believing in something. But uh, these are some great things about yourself, uh, yourselves, and, and the, the, the struggles that have happened and the, the, the triumphs that have come about as a result. These are These are yeah. things that you can be proud of. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's why these accomplishments are being celebrated, uh, not only for just for us, but for all. And so it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's really and I, and, I, and I like what, what Dr. Brown, you know, said about, he has said this before, about mm-hmm. collaboration uh-huh. um, instead of competition, mm-hmm. which, which will get to the heart of it. And also what Reverend Dr. Bridget Franklin said mm-hmm. about education is one piece of it to, to try to combat the, the violence and, you know, to not let history be taken out of our lives because, you know, this is something that young people, and when I say young, I mean, you know, that 18 to 34 group, mm-hmm. they, that they should be taught over and over, in my view, Tina, mm-hmm. about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. This man could relate to them today when he started his his ministry, so to speak, um, as, a, as a teenager. Look, he enrolled in Morehouse College in 1944 at the age of 15. They allowed mm-hmm. undergraduates to, you know, test in if they could. He enrolled there. He was allowed. He was admitted there at the age of 15. Graduated mm-hmm. from Morehouse College, young people, in 1948 at the age of 19. So mm-hmm. it can be done. And this is a man who was young. Look, he was head of the. He led the Montgomery bus boycott. In 1955, at the age of 29, gave the I Have a Dream speech in Washington at the age of 34. So this is a young person's story, Dr. King. It's not an old, oh, they're over the hill. No, he was young. Mm -hmm. He was assassinated at 39 in Memphis, Tennessee. Young man. So young people can do things and have been doing things, and this is what is needed. I think this is what Dr. Uh, Bridget Franklin was Mm -hmm. getting to and also, um, Dr. Uh, 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 Marilyn Gill, the CEO of the MLK Day Celebration mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. up at St. John's Missionary Baptist Church, mm-hmm. Tina. Yeah. Young people, young people, young people. Yeah. Young people have been taking the reins uh, uh, in the civil rights struggle, in the freedom struggle, as Dr. Brown would say, from since its inception. Yeah, the executive director also, uh, Dr. Gill of the Indiana Christian Leadership Conference as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ, you're younger. You know, we, poor AJ. He keeps getting pulled into these conversations. <laughs> he's 31, so he yeah, knows he's, what we're talking about. He, yeah, he does. Yeah. And I, I was just curious as to what was going through your mind as you were listening uh, there running the board. What'd you think? Uh, it was a lot of great information in there. I'm uh-huh. a history buff, so I love hearing that. And I, I, want, I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's a, it's too many of us in in my generation and beyond even that that aren't 
very familiar with the struggle or or you get familiarized with it in school and then it gets swept under the rug for the rest of your life and it's it's one of those things like i said the other day when you're going out and taking part in this day and thinking it's a day off you've said it's not a day off it's a day on Mm -hmm. my daughter thinks it's a day off she thinks that she's just going to get a day out of school and be able to hang around it's like no, we're going to watch my friend Martin and we're gonna, I'm going to tell you this story and we're going to go take yeah. advantage of some of these free things and let you know all the while why we're able to do this. Yeah. So yeah. it's very important. I, I, I think that uh, you're right. You're hitting the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I also think that sometimes we all miss the boat in the sense that it, it seemed simpler and easier when they did it. And and I, I always get back to this, that they had a common cause to coalesce around mm-hmm. to create a movement. I think if we could identify or adopt a common something to coalesce around, I think the movement would create itself. I just, you know, like, like uh, Dr. Franklin was saying, I think that we, we're just going in too many different directions and we need to figure out. People talk about come together. Well, come together. People come together over commonality. And so I, that back then, of course, we all knew what the commonality, everybody knew what, because everybody was in the same boat. Exactly. Everybody yeah. was in the same boat. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, was it Dr. Gill or was it mm-hmm. Dr. Franklin who said, and Tina, you said this many times too in the debate about what was lost when there was forced segregation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had to, yeah. we had to go to our same, uh, you know, grocery store. Had mm-hmm. to go to the same barber, beautician, and 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 as we as we have now desegregated and integrated, how do we let not that history escape from us? Uh, that really teaches young people and it helps them it helps them in relationships with everyone to know where they have been not to be hateful to anybody but just to know you know and that helps them to relate to other people yeah not to be you know not to be put anybody down or, or have a chip on your shoulder but just to know what happened yeah and sometimes aj you made a you made this a really good point too um uh, maybe take away the how dare you not understand the history and maybe give, uh, you know, give people, uh, young folks, a history to be proud of. Hey, this, yeah. look at look at how great this person was and look at how, how bad, you know, so-and-so was and how good, you know, bad meaning good, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and I think that maybe we could, you know, we could stand to do a little bit more of that because I, I remember my, my young nephew, uh, he was uh, just he became fascinated with our family history and everything that, to go with it just because he heard something he heard his name uh and his his family and and whatever associated with something good and then he was kind of like a, a sponge he couldn't get enough of it yeah and so you know we were all only too happy to tell well what what about this person what about this cousin and who so maybe if we could figure out a way to to as opposed to shaming i guess uh, not shaming. I, I'm trying to figure out another way to say that. But a lot of times we, we probably forget and we get into the, you know, pointing your finger. You need to do this. You need to do that. You know, so and so. Hey, th- we can throw in some of this other, too. You yeah. know, you know, the, you, you know there, the, there's a need to, 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 to let everybody know. Don't don't let it go. But there's also, I think, room 
for a whole lot of look at how proud you should be. You know, look at look at this. Look at this. Look for at how sure. great. Yeah, for sure. The criticism is deserved, but just make sure it's still constructive. You know, you got to you got to offer a solution with right. your criticism. And oftentimes that that part mm-hmm. is skipped over. But it also uh, leans back to back in the day that we talked about social media in mm-hmm. the last hour. And, and back in the day, it was you didn't have that. And unfortunately for black folk, it usually meant that the individual person went not being heard. You needed mm-hmm. your community. You needed a group of people behind you. You needed everybody mm-hmm. in order to be heard. And nowadays it just doesn't feel that way. It is that way still, but it doesn't feel that way. The, mm-hmm. the illusion of social media gives everybody the, uh, you know, it gives everybody the right to be somebody. Everybody has their own voice. And unfortunately that means that if I don't agree with one sentence of what you said. I'm going to just say it myself and mm-hmm. change that sentence or, you know, omit that sentence and mm-hmm. go somewhere yeah, else. That, AJ, isn't that tied into like, I hate to say it, but it's true that the word pride, I mean, just to, to promote yourself. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Social media has so many good ramifications and good quality yeah there's there's so many yeah. good features to it yeah. that's why i call it the double-edged sword six and one half dozen yeah. another so much good can be can come about as a result of social media and does you know every year i mean how many children uh have been found how many criminals have been caught how many mm-hmm. you know how much good has been done as a result of social media but just as much good how much damage has been done yeah it will really and bring out the worst in people DJ was saying mm-hmm. yeah well, about the you know self-promotion stuff and, and Tina, you made a good point too. Both you guys is saying, how can we, how can we coalesce around something that focuses everybody so that there's positive outcome? And I would say that's why I keep going back to the young Dr. King lesson mm-hmm. on voting, and he was, you know, standing up for voting rights because we didn't have any at the time. Vote if if they were to 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 be taught consistently that hey this was a fight over freedom over voting um and that's why you need to do it not because i say you go vote but because look at this is what they did to help to improve their lives yeah mm-hmm. well my two young people do do it because i say so aj said the vote. same thing yeah. Yeah. but the, yeah. yeah my two was like oh okay mom okay 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 <laughs> don't talk we're going we're, we're done we're we, we went you know but they i i think deep down they understand they they just don't want me in their ear because they know i'll stay there and hang out until <laughs> until they go. You, got to go you gotta go you gotta go but and and i say that jokingly but they they have been taught because um, AJ, just like you were saying, uh, I used to take, I mean, as, as as young as when they were in the infant carriers, I would put the carrier on the floor mm. when, you know, and when I would go into the booth and then, you know, they would go in with me and then there would be times they'd know where we're going and they'd see all the signs outside and they'd be walking in with me. Mommy, are we going to go boat? You know, they'd say B-O-A-T instead of V. I said, yes, that's where <laughs> we're going. Okay. And they, you know, they loved getting the stickers and they, they liked it. So they, they grew up with it. They, they never missed it. As long as I could carry them with me uh, and take them with me, I, I always took them. And uh, because that was, that's how I was taught too. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was a little bit more, it was a little bit more formal. Uh, what I was taught, I was telling AJ about that, the parties and, uh, the old folks dressing up in their Sunday best to go to vote and things of that nature. I mean, that I they they'll never see that because that's an era long gone. But um, they can see the you know the fact that you know you do it. And I think now, mm-hmm. I think probably now. I mean, they're close to thirty, both of them. I I I think they would feel like I better you know something's missing if I don't. 
you know. Yeah. And that's that's. Hey, if that's mother's guilt putting into him, I don't care. <laughs> well, you got to train well, up the child. Yeah, if that's what. But I I do believe that they've got it. They they got the concept. But um, but yeah, and and it's not always easy to to get folks into that habit if they haven't come up in that tradition. That's that's yeah. the challenge right there. Yeah. There, therein lies the challenge because I, I just passed along when I came up. AJ, you passed you. It was passed along to you, James. I'm sure passed along. Yeah. To you, but yeah, I'd, you know. I'd be interested to hear uh, what AJ thinks about how you remedy that. If, like yeah. Tina said, they, they have not been brought up in that mold to, to, to go with mommy to the mm-hmm. polls. Mm-hmm. How do we get them? Yeah. It's, it's, it. it's gonna for me. I, I think if I had to guess, it, I think it just takes somebody trustworthy oh that's being, a good being point in your yeah. ear about it yeah. it's, it's yeah. like me with my friends a couple of my friends when a couple of years ago they didn't vote in the last election i'm in everybody's ear and like yo what are you doing brother like are you gonna get up and go to these polls with me or not and two of them came with me but you know it's it's yeah it's, you're still a man you still make your own decisions you're an adult you make your own decisions mm-hmm. but at the same time as your friend i'm i'm responsible to hold you accountable for things that I feel yeah. like you should be living up to. Yeah. Yeah. So it fear, should be fear, uh, each fear. one reach one. Yeah, it should yeah, be each yeah, one yeah. reach one. Somebody that you trust that uh-huh. is doing that should be, and, and if you are that friend, yeah. speak up. Yeah. Don't be afraid to, to say something to your your buddy in, in fear of an adverse reaction or yeah. whatever they might think about you or say about you or crack a joke on you. Yeah. Are you going voting with me or not? Yeah. And, you know, let them go as they may. But as long yeah. as you're putting that in their, in their mm-hmm. ear and... Mm-hmm trying to bring him along at work i will i will say that my oldest uh you know he he's always got something to say but uh he you know we were talking the last day he said i'm going he said but let's talk he said well i want to talk and i said okay and he you know he he had some good good conversation about it. he said i'm gonna go i'm going but i want to talk about it first and mm-hmm. we he did and yeah. i listened and we had a really meaningful conversation and he said, "All right." He said, "I'll I'll be there." He said, "I just wanted to talk about it first. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the questions that he asked, and the, they were all very good. And some of the things that I didn't think of, um, and I, you know, some of the things you have answered, others you don't. And you know, some of the things I told him, look up and and decide for yourself. I said, but just make sure you participate. And uh, you know, long story short, but he he did. He told me, "I'm going," but but let's talk. And I I thought that was just. Uh, that was a that was some growth that I really appreciated, if you will. What 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 was what did he want to know from you, and do you remember the conversation? Well, um, what he wanted to know was um, it was a, a couple of candidates um, that he he wanted to. He said, "I don't know the different. I don't know that there's much of a difference between these two. What do you think?" And um, I told him maybe that sometimes there's not. And, you know, the, it's something it was something about the ballot, too. But uh, they can't. Yeah, he just he just wanted to know. And then he said, well, this is what I think. And this is what I think. And, and I said, OK, OK, cool. So I, I think he eventually voted uh, the, the right. I won't say the right way. <laughs> but uh, the questions that he, he he was just asking about. What makes the difference in a candidate, I guess? You know, what makes candidates on different, uh, yeah. you know, what, what, what constitutes a difference between certain candidates? And, and uh, uh, AJ, that's kind of along the lines of what you've been saying as well, too, is like, you know, some folks are saying, well, why bother? Because it's all the same, mm-hmm. you know? And he was kind of along those lines. Is like, if it's all the same, what's the point? I mean, what's the difference? I'm going to do it, but is there really a difference? 
uh, was kind of his thing. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them told the line of, yeah. of similarity, but you gotta. That's where that's where the research comes in. Exactly. And you gotta know who you're who you're dealing yeah. with, and mm-hmm. again, that's where I say like the the ease of access of that information mm-hmm. would. I think that would drastically improve the numbers yeah. from from the eighteen to thirty four demographic. Yeah, and we both yeah. we, we we both did did a little research right then and there, and I showed him a couple of things. I showed him a couple yeah. of places to go. So that was uh he was he was happy there. So uh three one seven uh nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. The lines are open for the rest of the show on this Friday, uh heading into a a wonderful uh Martin Luther King Junior Holiday Weekend uh, right here on Community Connection. 317-972-3008. Marvin, go ahead. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you all doing? Doing well. Thank Uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Finally get to speak with AJ. I've been enjoying your kind of your daily talks with AJ. He's a good addition (laughs) to James. You know, we we love that format. So a couple of things I was calling to ask questions because I'm a person sometimes the outrage goes over my head. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I'm that type of person. So I try to get an understanding. And I think there's something I'm missing on the Newfield thing. But I want to just chime in on this voting. I've been voting since I was 18. I'm 45 now. And I think I never really had that thinking of they're all the same or what differences it makes. Mm-hmm. I've always liked politics. And I know that there makes it, if there's a difference. There's definitely a big difference between President Biden and a Trump, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just and I'm scared. That's what's going to get Trump back in this year. It's the folks that are looking at Palestine, and which I I, I totally disagree with Israel having full reign like that over there. But you know, and people doing a protest, voting, stay staying home. I think that's what happened to Hillary to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Um, and we don't want. I think I saw a, a meme on Facebook, and it was talking about. Remember how you felt when that second plane hit the towers and it's got a picture of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And it says, basically, remember that basically don't give this man a second opportunity to continue his. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, people who are not connected will say, oh, well, the economy was better under Trump. Well, that was before he messed it up. You've got to use yeah. Yeah. He, he had yeah. a good economy. He inherited a good economy. He gave the tax cut to the rich and then right. just handled a pandemic. And that's why we are where we are. He, President Biden didn't just come in and inflation just happened, you know, because he was elected president. But I guess if you're not connected and you don't use reasoning, you would think that. But you're going to give the keys back to the person that crashed the, the plane <laughs> in, the, in, in the first place. But anyway, I want to ask in particular, AJ, because I'm noticing a lot of it is probably folks that are his age. You know, I was thinking they've been, I've been watching on Facebook as they attack anything that Newfield is trying to do. And I was talking to somebody connected over there because I have a sister that's, she's not a curator there. She works at another museum. But, you know, they keep, well, they're doing this. Some of these things that they had around Black History Month and, and Martin Luther King was probably stuff that the former director had already set in place. I don't think it's stuff that, in my mind, it's not stuff that they're just now throwing together. Absolutely to not. To no, no. There's, no. And so this book, what I'm starting to see to me, Tina, is a, a little bullying going on. Everything they do, this this group that, you know, now I guess they got a bus that's riding around with some, you know, advertisement on it. And I noticed today they're attacking the bus that they've got. Oh, look at this. Well, I would think, in my mind, the former director probably put all this stuff in place. 
yeah. you know, and so you're attacking something that she probably, that was her, because ba- I don't think that all happens in a month, you know what I mean, or two. No, I'm, no, I'm, and most, uh, yeah, most C-suite executives would, that they're not, where they make their bread and butter is their pre-planning, mm-hmm. uh, their long yeah. range, their 30, 60, right. 90, they, they know that it just yeah, doesn't so, work like that. So it confuses me why now we're deciding that we're going to attack everything. Oh, because, you know, whoever in, uh, oh, Eastern Star, man, I'm getting old. I can't think of his name. Jeffrey Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm. popular preachers in town. Was, I, I'm thinking, I don't know if he's still speaking or if the outrage has stopped him from going. I don't know. I try not to follow stuff that really confuses me and, mm-hmm. and to a certain point frustrates me because I think it does give some people on the other side to say, see, you know, look at look at this. You know, look at what they are, and it, and there might be some outrage, but I haven't heard what happened. You know, some of us are not just we. You know, we made this assumption that it was just something, and it, and it very well may be. But I just, I mean, some things just goes over my head, and I think we make a mess when we start just, you know, like I said, attacking the everything that probably already was in place before she left. I, I just don't understand that. And that's one reason I really like the library board. I might not have agreed 100% with their decision, but they didn't allow themselves to be bullied into doing something. They stood their ground. And they might have made the wrong choice. Don't get what I'm saying wrong. Mm-hmm. I just don't think bullying for any reason is ever the answer or the way to go. And I, I feel like sometimes we can say, well, you know, you know, we get this idea and then we start – to me, what I would call bullying tactics that I don't think really work because I don't want people placating to us. I want them to put people in place. I, from everything I heard, that former director, she was great. But then other people, well, they just gave her the job because she was black anyway, you know, to, to calm the black community because of the outrage, the rightful outrage about that memo that leaked out over there. But I, I don't want them making decisions. And then we end up here again where that director leaves and we're back to square one. Do you understand what I'm trying to ask you all? Mm-hmm. So I, what I want to see what it is that I'm missing, because sometimes I, I tell myself, Marvin, maybe you're missing something that I should be seeing as an African-American, but then it does not, to me, help the situation when we just decide, okay, we're, we're just going to attack and constantly attack, and to me, and it's not the majority. It's not the majority of us that are doing it. There's always, you know, a kind of a, uh, that minority that, that mm-hmm. is loud, you know, that makes a lot of noise. But, you know, I just wanted to see, especially from AJ's perspective, because I noticed that seems to be this generation's tactics. Now, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going well, if they if something doesn't go my way, yeah. we're going to bully and all. Well, I shouldn't call it bullying. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm, that's the best word I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, know so that was my question. Yeah. And and thank you, Marvin. That's that's. um I I understand what you're saying. And you know what, James? That's a difficult balance to strike. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? There's a very Mm -hmm. difficult balance to strike because, uh, as Robert Chigog from uh, from the Recorder and Indiana Minority Business Magazine pointed out, when you start to see a culture uh, Mm -hmm. develop a pattern uh, of uh, what may appear to be uh, misuse and mistreatment of uh, black, uh, high-ranking African-American yeah. female executives uh, in in some of these high-profile jobs uh, that are supposed to be pillars of the community. Um, yeah, you you have to ask questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do, Tina. You, you have to ask questions now. As far does it does it rise to the level of bullying? 
I I don't know, but you and and as Robert said, you if you let one go, then you know, then who was to say you know that the uh, the next person that may be doing the same thing might not think twice about doing it. So it's a difficult balance to strike, and and I don't know, uh, I don't know what constitutes bullying and and what constitutes uh, asking uh, for uh, accountability, especially to the community. Um, that makes these organizations like the new fields, like the uh, the public library. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's a it to me it's a, it's a difficult. I I, I think qu- the tough questions need to be asked, and I think there should be accountability to the community. Um, yeah, and there should yeah. be answers. Uh, at new fields, I don't think we're going to get any. Uh, the the public library. Um, and and part of the reason I don't think we're going to get any from new fields is because uh, Dr. Burnett herself is not talking, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Probably isn't going to, uh, yeah, because if, yeah, if yeah. she were going to talk right now, although somebody did knock over the E. <laughs> yeah, <I saw laughs> did you that. see that? <laughs> I was like, dang, somebody went and just, the New Fields, if, for those who aren't familiar, New Fields, they're at 38th and Michigan Road. They have in huge uh, letters, huge, huge letters, tw- 10, 12 foot letters. The name New Fields is spelled out, N-E-W-F-I-E-L-D-S. And the uh, the E after the N uh, is is looks like it's about to fall down. It looks like somebody just kind of pushed it down or ran into it or whatever. So, uh, I I I the, the first thing I thought about AJ was uh, somebody went in there and pushed that E down. They weren't happy with <laughs> yeah, somebody. It. Definitely did it. Yeah, definitely did that one. But then again, you never know because I don't know. The Crown Hill fence gets, gets oh hit by a car every, every day. Other week, so, <laughs> that yeah. fence along Michigan <laughs> Road is always getting a chunk it taken out of it. That brick. Intentional. <laughs> oh yeah. So it may not have been. It yeah. might have been somebody had a little bit too much and just ran into the E. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I like what you were saying, Tina, about the balance um and while marvin was talking i just looked up the caller marvin was talking uh, uh-huh. i just looked up what the new field and what mm-hmm. the news was around it as a matter mm-hmm. of fact it i mean you you can't really ignore uh what is going on you know i mean you can't re- ignore reality um and i pulled up this story uh by museums and institutions it's a museum and uh-huh. uh, m- dedicated magazine. Uh, this story by Adam Schrader, and the headline is Newfields, the beleaguered Indianapolis Museum sees a bored exodus after its CEO's sudden mm-hmm. exit. Right, right, right. And the subhead is, subheadline is six trustees have resigned from its board, mm-hmm. though two members have recently been added. Um, yeah, just before and since the departure. Remember, we were talking of, about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paulette Pierce Burnett, and it says uh, Trustee Jason Noyan, N O Y A N, an executive director at the field office for J P Morgan Private Bank, mm-hmm. resigned mm-hmm. from the institution's governing board in December, becoming the sixth member to do so mm-hmm. in the weeks before and since Burnett's exit. Uh, which we talked about before, and that was reported by the Indianapolis Business Journal. Mm-hmm. He declined. Nobody's talking like Tina said. He declined to comment to the publication on why he left the position. But there is instability there, so that's news. That is news. It is. And I, I know it, that it that's is. what Marvin was trying to get at. But I mean, he was saying, you know, they shouldn't be bullied. We shouldn't be, you know, we should try to be positive. I think I'm taking from what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's news, and that's what we're trying to enlighten people about. Yeah, and and again, these are uh, institutions that serve our community, uh, that are strongly 
uh, rooted in our community and are supported mm-hmm. uh, yeah. by the community. And so, therefore, the community's right to know has to be protected uh, by some sort. Um, yeah. Whether it appears as bullying or not, answers should be forthcoming. Uh, and yeah. some of those answers are probably right there in the resignations of those trustees, James. Yeah, well, there's yeah, some there, there's some of your answers right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that 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 tells you a whole lot. And and it's yeah. it's it's a hot mess as far as communication is concerned and and uh focus direction and things of that nature. Hmm. Um uh, it, <laughs> a hot mess. It is. That's, it that's, that that's that place is messy and the the E yeah. is knocked down, you know. So it's yeah. the I, I E respect, uh Marvin the caller Marvin's opinions yeah. greatly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On this, on this, we're just trying to yeah. focus on what's happening. And and, and, and Newfields is one of several. I you know perhaps if it were in a vacuum, maybe mm-hmm. it wouldn't seem as intense. But it's not. You you've got the library, you've got Ivy Tech, you've got uh, you've got Newfields. You, yeah. You know there exactly. there's there's more than just a little bit taking place it, around it's here. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, the theme is hey, can you not? Keep black executives in place. What, what's the black deal with female? That? I mean, the same yeah. thing. Same mm-hmm. thing with the with the not same thing. Different scenario. Mm-hmm. Police chief Taylor, a black police chief. Although his uh, uh, removal was, and that's what it was, was called for by black organizations. A couple of black organizations. So, I mean, what what what, what what's with this? Uh, that that's a fair question. Yeah, fair question indeed. Hey, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to get back to the phone lines uh, immediately after. It's a quick break. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Community connection continues right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. And AJ is in the house keeping things going for us. If AJ is not here, neither are we. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Neither are I do we. My best. I do my best. I know you do. You're doing a great job, AJ. We welcome again. Welcome to the team. Love having you here. Um so uh 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008 is our new number. Uh been talking about quite a bit, James. Uh and again yeah. the uh, the King holiday. Um you know, the it, the thing that, that gets me about the upcoming holiday is not what I'm gonna do, but what am I gonna do? Because there's so much to choose from and so many oh, different yeah directions to go in is like how how can you get it all in because you want to do a little bit here a little bit there a little but but we'll yeah we'll get it in somehow 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 figure it all out um and again that's that's just a testament to how uh how wonderfully the uh, the community embraces and and creates opportunities uh to observe uh the king holiday for us here so um We'll get around to it if the weather cooperates. Now, if the weather is not cooperating and it's dangerously cold, uh, might have to do, uh, you know, uh, do it virtually, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be cold on Monday. So, I mean, people who are determined can make Mm -hmm. it out to those celebrations. uh, Mm -hmm. But we are, we're supposed to be, you know, well below freezing uh, for a high on Monday. But 
I would say don't let that deter you uh, like like we do in the Midwest. You wrap up and you yeah. you, you go for pay, it. Yeah, and, and pay attention. Right yeah, pay attention to the winds and the wind chills because that's what will yeah. get you. The actual air uh, temperature is not as dangerous as the wind and the that's wind right. chills. That's, that's what really kind of gets you. And I tell you what, uh, AJ, you know this because that's where you're from. I have never felt cold, wind chills <laughs> as like cold. Chicago. Like oh, Chicago. Man. Oh, man. oh yeah, my goodness, bad. I wanted to cry. It is bad, and, and don't oh. be downtown. Oh, if you get caught downtown and the wind is over 15 miles an hour, you it, better hold on tight. I did, and it was. <laughs> better hold on tight. <laughs> it took it's me all evening to get warm. I uh, you know, was up there over the holidays. We were all up there, uh, me and my family. And, uh, wow, I, I'm not kidding. It took me, <laughs> like that wind, that lake. <laughs> it's just so, it's such it a hawk. sad thing because it's so beautiful. You don't call it the hawk for nothing. Don't it call is the hawk so for beautiful. Uh-uh, Wintertime downtown Chicago is gorgeous. Wasn't it gorgeous, yeah. And we were so yeah, enjoying it. We and, so, and, we, you know, we were all up and down Michigan Avenue. That was the, I mean, I've been to Chicago so many times, but that one uh, holiday, that one Christmas, it was in between Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. was the time. And I, you know, for whatever reason, that that was just so cold. I mean, it was the coldest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it was cold, <laughs> and I said, "I ain't going to Chicago no more when it's, it's cold." A little unforgiving up there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the other thing that that I noticed too, uh, did you do this a lot when you people wore uh, those face masks a, a lot? Uh, I saw a lot of the the, the mask work. Yeah, just your eyes. That was I, we saw that in Minnesota. I did a I was doing a um, an assignment in Minneapolis, uh, and the, the city has amazing uh, network of uh, uh, what do you call it? skywalks. The mm. city has an amazing yeah. network of skywalks because it's just so cold. And you know how back in the days of the Wild Wild West, they used to have uh, a horse post in front of everything. They have those um, battery chargers in front of just about every business that you can think of there. So it, that's how cold it gets mm-hmm. there, too. But even when I was in Minneapolis, as cold as it gets there, it wasn't nowhere near as cold as it was in Chicago with that wind whipping yeah, off the lakes. Yeah, that wind is different. I wish I was able to wear the, the ski mask, uh-huh. but my mom didn't let me. My mother was a banker. And uh-huh. she, oh, she okay. She had a little bit of an uh, anxiety tick. Uh, well, I can mask, see that. So. I can see that. But I, I did see a lot of people wearing them. Yeah, uh, I, I did see a lot of folks wearing them, and I, I unfortunately was, and I, I, I will again if I ever have to be there, have to be there. But you know, hey, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight again. Uh, please pay pay close attention to the weather, the forecast, the winds, wind chills, temperatures, and all that good stuff uh, over the next several days, uh, and stay safe. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. DGIF. <laughs> indeed, okay. indeed, indeed. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Tina, you know, yesterday, uh, it was yesterday, you brought up the uh, the Stephen A. Uh, Jason Whitlock. Uh, Jason Whitlock's bad. You know, I got. I knew there was a beef between those guys, so I got on Google and I looked it up, and uh, Stephen A. is, uh, he pretty much scared Mr. Whitlock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty brutal. You yeah. Know? Mm. And, and, and uh, you know, Jason Whitlock. You know, I well anyway, but yeah, it was pretty scathing. You know, because this this guy is uh, nothing more than a, in my personal opinion, a, a professional self hating Negro. And uh, he's not the only one. We you know we've seen. Every day they appear on Fox News, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Harris Faulkners, the uh, 
see Candace Owens, these these Negroes who want to carry the water for white supremacy. Cause they think there's a paycheck in it somewhere for them, you know. And I, I always tell them, I said, do you, what, what you, do these guys even look themselves in the mirror? You know, uh, is my self worth as a human being to feel like it's almost like the Judas Iscariot scenario, you know? So you know. Yeah, you got the silver, the thirty pieces of silver, but can you live with yourself? You know, that's just mm-hmm. me. And you know, I, you know, and I don't got no issue with them being conservative. You know, I, black folks are not a monolith. We we know that. You know, I got you know, I got Republicans. You know, in my family. You know, and mm-hmm. I pray for them, but you know, they're in my family. And uh, but I think you know no. You know, no group should be beholden to one particular party. I'm a Democrat in principle because I'm a progressive. You know, I, I believe in social justice, equality, and uh, and I feel like sometimes the status quo is uh, is sometimes not acceptable. And I think that's what we're dealing with with the uh, new field situation in libraries. It's all about maintaining the status quo. You know, we see these attacks on you know, African-American history. I hope we take this opportunity with the Dr. King holiday to really push that to the forefront, you know, because, you know, you're not going to whitewash my history, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to mm-hmm. you're not going to tell, tell me that slavery was a jobs program. No, mm-hmm. Tra- slavery was an evil institution. And, you know, I, and this is why I take issue with Bill Maher. I don't know what he is these days. You know, he claims he's a pot-smoking liberal. But yet, you know, yeah, a lot of societies had slavery. Okay, still doesn't make it right. A lot of see, a lot of nations practice genocide. Are we supposed to let the Nazis off the hook because of the Holocaust? No. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to let the Confederacy off the hook. I'm not going to let white supremacists off the hook. And uh, so I'm watching the news right now where South Africa is at the World Court. You know bringing up the fact that Israel is practicing genocide against the Palestinian people. Now, you know, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's some bad blood between South Africa and Israel. Israel supported South Africa during the apartheid era, right? And which, you know, which I, and they were instrumental in uh, keeping Nelson Mandela behind bars. Well, a little history lesson there. During World War II, Guess who South Africa supported during the during the during the Second World War? And I give you a little hint: it wasn't Winston Churchill and FDR. Guess who they supported? A little mm-hmm. short guy with a with a funny oh, little Hitler? mustache. Yeah, Hitler. They supported the Nazis. South Africa, the, the apartheid regime of South Africa supported the Nazis. And I said, why would Israel want to hang out with a bunch of folks who supported? Who allied with Adolf Hitler doing, and when well, Adolf Hitler was, was practicing the Holocaust? But I don't know. Maybe they say politics makes strange bedfellows, you know. So uh, you know, I come down to this when it comes to that part of the world. You know, yes, the Palestinians they got Hamas, but guess who Israel had? Netanyahu, and Netanyahu is no friend to black folks. I mean, he uh, he treat you know the Ethiopian Jews horribly over there. And Jews come in all shades, whatever, but the Jews that run this yeah. show over there in Israel are the refugees when Hitler ran them out. And they said, we got to get up and set up a state of Israel because 
we don't want another Hitler popping up on the scene. And I, I was strongly suggest people read the uh, the Balfour Accords prior to World War One, yeah. where he said, "We know we got to get these Jews out of Europe because you know because uh, we don't want them around Europe, so we got to find them a little homeland at the expense of brown people." So there's a lot of history with that, you know. And uh, I'm sure that the Palestinians just didn't wake up one morning and just said, "You know what? It's October 7. What you guys doing? Let's let's just wreak some havoc. You know, let's just." Raise them all, raise them all kinds. This has been boiling over for years. Now, nobody's condoning war crimes. It's just, you know, nobody's condoning rape, murder, or nothing like that. But the bear is going to let you poke him for so long until the bear lashes out. You know, Jeff, so, here, here's the thing. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as this conflict, this, this portion of the conflict, because as James has said, I've said, we've all said, I mean, my goodness, we can't count the number of years, how far all of this in, in, its, in its essence goes mm-hmm. back. But what we're seeing now, which is really uh, becoming complicated, is a conflation uh, between, you know, how, how can, is it, is it, uh, is it, it Netanyahu? Anti-Netanyahu, how can you know people be pro-Israel but anti-Netanyahu? And he is making that um, almost the, a, a distinction without a difference, if you will, and which is, is going to be even more difficult uh, for not only the United States but other world leaders. And I'm talking about, I'm, I'm just talking about this particular thing in a vacuum because it's it's becoming an anti-Netanyahu um and that's, a, and that's where it should be. Well, but but how? But there are other considerations well, with that as well. I, I, and again, I'm no Middle Eastern expert, so I need to just kind of keep it, uh, you know, at a certain level or what have you. But I, I think that there's there, there's a lot of conflation that well, is is coming about, and I don't think people are going. I, I just don't know how it's all going to be pulled apart. I, I just it's don't. Complicated. It is very complicated, Jeff. It really is. And you know. Well, what bugs me is that, yeah. if, you know, you can be, I feel like yeah. you can be against the policies of the government of Israel without being labeled an anti-Semite. Well, I got news. Well, when they're being somebody, led by somebody like, it's just, it's just difficult. It, know, it, it, yeah. let's, just, let's just say Netanyahu's mm-hmm. on the same level as Hamas. It's just, you know, I mean. Yeah, uh, well, he I, I, Netanyahu, I he, he's been undermined the two-state solution for years. For years. Okay. Well, that, and that's the other thing, though, Jeff. And here, here's the here's the problem there, uh, w- with so many others uh, working and and putting trying to put together plans for uh, somehow uh, going forward with the two state solution. That's not even on his. That's not even on his radar. He's not even thinking along that line, right? Right, James. He's 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 not. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of of his leadership and there's a lot of people but it's in but it's difficult not either yeah a lot of people uh, in, but how how can how can there you know how can uh, in addition to the other world leaders you know how can other folks that are trying to broker some kind of peaceful coexistence there be looking at one thing when netanyahu simply will not even entertain that thought yeah i mean he has he has problems not only with other world leaders uh, remember yeah. he was the uh, great partner when President Trump was mm-hmm. in there, and then as soon as uh, uh, Trump was out of there yeah. and Biden was in there, he had a problem, uh, you know, with U.S. policies. Okay. But 
I don't know that they will be able to solve this by creating Mm-mm. another state. I just don't know if that will ever happen just because those people have hated one another for so long. Yeah, and it may not be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, we're running really, really short. Let's go. Uh, let's go to San, uh, and then we will take one more after San. Go ahead, San. Jeff, you're on it. I agree with you. So I'm going to say this, contrarian. People, don't register to vote. Don't worry about it. You know, you won't have to worry about it because Trump said he'd be a dictator. So if you don't vote, you're giving a vote for him. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You won't have to worry about a thing because they'll come by with buses. They'll put them on. It will be on a concentration camp. You get some, you know, rice mm-hmm. and, and milk and everything and everything until they decide to kill you because he'll be dictator. He said mm-hmm. he would be mm-hmm. dictator. So you don't like democracy? Go ahead. Don't vote. Yeah. Then you'll have a dictator. Yeah. And then you'll have a place to stay. You won't be able to actually really complain. Because yeah. probably next week he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you <laughs> won't have a show yeah. like this to talk to. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, thanks. He, he yeah, thanks. I appreciate in it. Democracy Indeed. Yeah. Last call. Ron, go ahead. How are you? Uh, hey, Tina, Jeff. Uh, not going to go too much into this uh, Israel thing, but uh, the only way to a two, uh, part way to a, a two-state solution is for Israel to recognize the U.N. mandate of 1967. Mm. Okay, and now I understand for tactical reasons why they don't want to ever want to give up the Golan Heights because that's high ground. Yeah. But that's the UN mandate, and then instead of of UN troops, okay, they'll have to well they'll have to get a congregation of UN troops that are dedicated to keeping them apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's going to have to happen with both Christian and Muslim countries uh, agreeing to this and put boots on the ground. And then you build them an infrastructure where they don't have to worry about their lights and stuff being cut off at, on Israel's well. As far as Netanyahu is concerned, he said, and I read this a week ago, that he was proud that he thought it, thought it or, or, or kept the U.S. out of this two-state solution, and he didn't give in to it. So, and, and, and that, that's basically it. As far as any other thing is concerned, I am so disappointed in this country that Trump is allowed to run for president after all yeah. he's done. Yeah. And and I was so upset on January 6th that I came home and took off all the military gear that I was wearing, hats and shirts mm-hmm. and everything, and threw them in the trash. And my wife came in and took them out and said, you shouldn't do that because that's them, Right. But as besides Israel's concern, uh, right now we have just a bigger problem as, as Israel and, 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 and the Palestinians have. On Netanyahu's part, his philosophy is Curtis LeMay. Nuke them all and let God sort them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can't have that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, James, I need to just back off on uh, Middle Eastern and, and, and keep reading, 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 reading. Uh, but yeah. I know uh, that Netanyahu is a big problem. Yeah, he's a big problem. He has problems among his own population. Um, he's been, uh, you know, a leader of that country before. He's left. He's come back. He's left. He represents their their far right conservatives who who do not want to give uh, the Palestinian population mm-hmm. anything. Um, I I do not believe there were there will ever be two states because 
they that requires mm-hmm. um, it, it's not love for one another, toleration for one another. I don't see them tolerating one another. They both want to the other to to not be around anymore. So yeah, and and sadly, the only the only way that that if if there's not though, James, they're going to blow each other to smithereens. They are. They're they going to they're going to bomb the devil out of each other until they're both gone. You know, it's yeah, it, that that's the way it seems, but. I don't see how they're getting along with one another when either one and it's and it's at its core, it's based in on religion. Yeah. It's based on religion and, and each each uh group's claim each people's claim to the same territory. So Yeah. Well Well anyway, uh we'll leave that one right there. Uh but on a more positive note, um uh, gains were made uh by the life uh, and and passing of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And we should all take time uh, right. this weekend to remember and to celebrate uh, however and whenever or whatever we can do. We should just always remember. Uh, and so many things, uh, you know, from the Children's Museum to the zoo, the Idol George, the uh, NCAA Hall of Champions, uh, the Indiana State Museum, uh, all of the uh, attractions down at... Uh, uh, White River State Park, uh, the church services, St. John's, oh, the historic St. John's uh, Missionary Baptist uh, Church, uh, having a King Day service at 11 a.m., uh, just uh, and and more and more and more. Our uh, um, our support, uh, and we are happy to have partnered with the Walker um, for uh, the King Day uh, uh, celebration over at the Walker with our guest, uh, special guest uh, Roland Martin. I mean, there's so much to choose from, so much to choose from. Yeah, uh, there is. And, you know, I I just want people to be Mm -hmm. weary of, like you've been saying, like we've been saying this whole afternoon, is the the plunging Mm -hmm. temperatures that are going to come. Remember your neighbor. And, uh, you know, Monday is is, uh, predicted, although we don't know till it gets here, Mm -hmm. you know, to be one of the coldest days that we've had in a while. So, um, you know, I still would not let the the observance, the celebration of of, uh, Dr. King's legacy and his life to to be, you know, uh, omitted from Mm -hmm. from our uh, from Mm -hmm. our daily lives then, uh, because it's such an important thing what he did uh, for us. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. James, have a splendid weekend and uh, stay warm. And thank you for that reminder. We all need to look after each other over these next several days. Let's all check on each other and make sure we're all good. Um, That's all the time. Yeah, thank. And you too, AJ. Thank you. Make sure. Because I know you got to come to work too. 100%. 100%. I will be here. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for right now. And again, a quick programming note. Uh, Community Connection uh, and all of us will be out on Monday in observance of the King holiday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, we are always Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr., your nephew James is up next. <laughs> your nephew, he is flat out up next. Thanks, everyone, as always, for listening. Don't forget, our new call-in number is 317-972-300. Eight. As always, be safe, be well, enjoy the King holiday, stay warm, look after each other. James, as always, thank you so very much. My pleasure, Tina. Thank you. For all of us here, I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.